0: as you've been hearing in the news, a new indictment focusing on Donald Trump. And for the very latest on that, we are going to check in as we do every Friday with Reggie Cicchini. Reggie, good morning to you. Good morning. Let's talk a little bit about this and the significance of this indictment and the charges. What do we know at this point?
1: So we know that Donald Trump is the one who brought this to the public's eye by putting it on his social media uh, account last night and then having his lawyers do a bit of a media circus over the last 12 or 14 hours to talk about the seven charges that are in this still sealed indictment. What we don't know are what each of these charges specifically have to do with. And that is because, A, it's still sealed, but B, the Department of Justice and the special counsel who has been leading this investigation, they have yet to put out any kind of public... Public statement, And they're facing a bit of pushback and criticism on this because it's simply allowing for Donald Trump to essentially set a narrative here. But ultimately, uh, you know, the fact that you have a twice impeached and already indicted former president who's now facing indictment on federal charges, this is a new set of... of- kind of severe legal perils that are weighing over this president now this former president
0: and so we know that uh, like you said federal crimes that he's being accused of uh, mishandling classified documents uh, obstructing efforts to investigate that do we know any more other than than what donald trump is saying what could potentially
1: be or what is the
0: focus of this
1: Well, I mean, look, this all stems from uh, the the mishandled classified documents that were supposed to be in Washington that were taken from Washington to Mar-a-Lago, possibly in the hours after Donald Trump left in 2021, but in the hours before Joe Biden was inaugurated, raising that question of, you know, was Donald Trump still president? What had been declassified? What hadn't been declassified? And ultimately, we've heard contradicting statements from the former president for the last year or so saying that either things weren't classified or he had the ability to declassify anything, including by just thinking about it. And, and ultimately, you know, this set up a fight between the federal government and Trump to get these documents back. He fought it. He's accused of obstructing uh, when it comes to moving Boxes around or having people move boxes around. This could result in charges linked to violations of the Espionage Act because of the sensitive information in some of these documents. Uh, But at the end of the day, here, Jill, this is significant. uh, And there are legal and political experts who are saying look, Donald Trump did this to himself, despite the fact that both he, his legal team, and Republican allies are trying to blame this on, you know, quote unquote weaponization of the government by the White House.
0: You mentioned as well, this is the second indictment. So what potential impact could that have on his run for another term as president?
1: Well, I mean, it potentially makes him more of a target, at least in the eyes of the other Republicans who are in the race. Specifically, someone like Ron DeSantis, who is polling in second place, still you know dozens of points behind Trump, but nonetheless in that kind of ability to reach where he is, he could also become a target for people, uh, you know, further down the line, including someone like Mike Pence or Chris Christie, who entered the race this week. Overall, uh, you know, outside of potentially taking a a hit. In the in the polls, this isn't going to stop Donald Trump from running. The first indictment didn't. Two impeachments didn't. uh, And these indictments and even a conviction aren't going to pull him out of the race because constitutionally you can be behind uh, behind bars and still be able to run and win uh, the presidency. So he has, you know, a significant legal challenge ahead that's going to maybe keep him off the campaign trail if this consumes him or any of the other active Investigations underway. But, you know, this is going to be something for Republicans and his, you know, challengers to try and contend with and figure out how to go on the attack, something they've been hesitant to do for the last several weeks. Uh,
0: so, when we're looking at this uh, kind of, uh, if we look at the first charges, uh, we know that he entered a not guilty plea. That was for the 34 counts of falsifying bil- business records uh, over that hush money. So, that's expected to go uh, to trial perhaps next year. Now we have this indictment where are we expecting? to see him, or he's supposed to be in court on Tuesday?
1: Yes, he's expected to be in court on Tuesday in Miami, and this is interesting because most of this has been taking place in the courthouse just down the street from me in Washington, but the special counsel recently, kind of behind some secrecy, impaneled a second grand jury in Miami, likely because there could have been a legal fight over where charges uh, you know, are being filed based on where alleged crimes took place, uh, and so he will be in a courtroom in Miami On Tuesday, uh, it's likely that we will see what played out in in New York. He will enter a not guilty plea. He'll likely be fingerprinted and possibly photographed. And then, uh, you know, we'll see court dates set down the line. Legal experts are saying, look, this is likely going to happen if it goes to trial sometime next summer, which is just in the few months before. The November election. So this is going to have a significant impact on not just his political future, but the entire kind of election process, because it calls into question his ability to campaign, it calls into question his ability to be attacked and participate in any of the debates.
0: And uh, Reggie, you mentioned some of the other contenders for the next presidency, Uh, Mike Pence, uh, uh, Chris Christie, uh, Ron DeSantis. What what impact do you think this will have or could potentially have on those uh, candidates?
1: Well, I mean, we need to see. They've been they've been reluctant to go after the former president in any kind of vicious way, the way that he has been going after them. Mike Pence has made some critical comments of, of Donald Trump's conduct in and around January sixth and his attempts to subvert the 2020 election, and that you know those are kind of some of the, the the hardest points that we've heard against the former president. You know, is it going to be enough for them to peel away some of the support that's been sitting under Trump? Uh, you know, it's hard to see. Pence is in around three or four percent. Chris Christie in and around. Three or four percent. Christie, though, has come out over the last twelve hours to say, "Look, no one is above the law," and he's applauding the Department of Justice uh, for for going after Donald Trump. Uh, you know, this is again a chance for everyone else in the race to kind of, you know carve a new path forward and potentially show that maybe political and legal baggage that follows Donald Trump may be detrimental to, to the party. Uh, but, you know, we're still in the early hours and we need to see how they're going to react either on camera or in statements outside of, you know, some of the talking points here that some of them are already saying that this is, again, is, is you know, the fault of Joe Biden and that Joe Biden is going after the, the former president, even though the president himself has said, look, I have nothing to do with this.
0: Well, lots to keep keep tabs on on that one for sure Reggie as always thank you so much for doing this
1: thank you